Blog Talk Radio. I believe that everyone who is present here today came with real and special purpose. And I believe that as an answer to this, that in this session, some very outstanding benefits are going to be received by every one of you. I believe that you should go forth into life with an attitude of enthusiasm, as we tell you again and again, that life meets you just like you meet life. Challenges of life require work. Success requires mental and physical action. If you want to improve yourself, you've got to do something. And you've got to stop thinking that the president ought to do it for you, or the governor ought to do it for you, or society ought to do it for you. Because you see, in the final analysis, no one can do my doing for me. I can give you these techniques, like the one we're on now, telling you when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself the question, how am I going to meet life today? And reminding yourself, today life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And see, there is absolute science. Again, it's not blind faith. It's not dumb luck. But today, life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And today, if I meet someone that doesn't like me, it's because somewhere in my consciousness, I don't like myself. Now, some of these little pills may be a little bitter to swallow. Because you see here also in this philosophy, there are no scapegoats. There's no devil to blame here. In this philosophy, you are your own devil. You are your own God. Only you can choose the path that you must try. And nothing can save you from evil or sin until you discover the presence of God within. And as Reverend Ike has said in that immortal lecture, <laughs> I meet no one but me. In other people, I only meet myself. You can never meet anyone but yourself. The attitudes and moods that you encounter in other people are reflections of some attitudes and moods within your own subconscious mind. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. Let's shout it. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. And when you realize that, you can ask yourself the next question. After you remind yourself that today life meets me just like I meet life, then ask yourself the next question. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? Say that with me verbally. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today. I like to play with words and to say these ideas from many different similar ways to impress your subconscious mind, change words around a bit. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? Please repeat that with me. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? And you can be absolutely certain, again, this is science, you can be absolutely certain that life is going to meet you exactly according to your attitude, according to your frame of mind. And then when you realize that, then you begin to work on your state of mind. You begin to work on your attitudes. This is why I'm always using the old cliche here, health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. You can change it to an affirmation. 
Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Together, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. The thought of health in your mind will displace all of the suggestions in the world mind about sickness. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And you see, you send your word forth and you're going to meet it because you're always meeting the word that has gone forth out of your consciousness in the experiences of your life. You're always meeting the vibrations which you've sent forth. If you send out healthy vibrations, you're going to meet health. When the so-called epidemics go around, they'll go around you. Why? Because today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Say that with me. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And yes, this is a miracle-working idea. It will work a miracle of health for you. And not only that, when you go forth into life with a healthy attitude, do you realize that your attitudes are always impinging upon the experiences of other people? A healthy attitude is also a healing power. My healthy attitude is a healing power. Together, my healthy attitude is a healing power. This is why these people who have developed a healing consciousness or a health consciousness help and bless so many people. But you see, on your job, if you go forth into life and onto your job or into school or wherever you're going with the right attitude, with the right ideas, without even opening your mouth, you will help people. Some of you right now, you can think of some people. When you see them, you feel better. And you can think of some other people, perhaps in the past, that isn't true now, because you've changed your phone number and your address and you won't tell them where you are. You can think of some people that, you know, you used to see, and it was just depressing just to see them. And I don't care if they are your relatives. If there are people who are just negative and they insist on being negative, Change your phone number. And when you change your address, don't send them a new address. Get your post office box. Send them a Christmas card once a year. From the post office box. <laughs> but anyway, today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. Shout it. Today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. You remember that verse of Scripture, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it, and it shall accomplish that which I please. So what you say about yourself, what, you believe, what I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. Come on. What I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. See, the Word of God is not something on paper with black ink and gold edges and a black leather cover. I'm sorry to tell you good religious people that. I see some of you are in a state of shock. The Word of God is what I believe and say about myself. So in the morning, when I say today, I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. I go forth into life with a happy attitude. This word of health 
This word of happiness becomes the word of God to my experience and governs my experience. The word of God is not something written centuries ago by sages and prophets. The word of God is what you believe and speak about yourself every moment. You see, if you believe the right thing about yourself, you believe the right thing about me. <laughs> if you love yourself correctly, then you can love others correctly. But this is where the sociologists go off, you know. They try to apply a general sociological panacea to solve all of the social problems. But the first unit of society is the individual. And in order to heal society, first of all, the individual must be healed. The individual must first come to peace with himself. That's why I love so much that beautiful song, Let There Be Peace on Earth, and let it begin with me. But you see, the sociologists are so busy telling what's wrong with everybody else. People are experts on what's wrong with the next person. So people know what other people ought to do and what they ought not to do, but don't know what the hell they should do themselves. And the different ethnic groups and social groups and so on, you know, we know exactly what other people ought to do. But we've got to get back to the individual. And you see, this individual who begins his day by coming to peace with himself and speaking the word of good for himself, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude, with a happy attitude. He contributes to the uplifting of society. And only such an individual experience of inner peace can redeem society. You see, the world as a whole is not going to be saved. The world is never going to be saved. A lot of good people have tried to save the world. See, that's why I gave up the world. I quit trying to save it. Because the world has one consistent treatment for its would-be saviors, and that's crucify him. And I ain't aching for a shaking. And you who think that it's your job to save the world, get your cross ready. <laughs> but you see, that's another thing. You see, even after the world crucifies you for trying to save it, it's not going to be saved. I love Jesus more than I ever loved him because I understand him better than I've ever understood him. And he wanted so badly to save the world. He worked a lot of miracles, healed the sick, raised the dead, turned water to wine. Wished I was there to get some of it. <laughs> But the world just wouldn't be saved. And the world is never going to be saved. Only the individual can be saved, and the individual must save himself by discovering his own indwelling God power. And it would do good if the sociologists learned this. Only the individual can be saved. You're not going to save society. You're not going to save the world. And we've had centuries of salvationist. Now, God knows if all of this hellfire and brimstone preaching would save the world, the world would be saved. People standing on corners. The, the airwaves are rife with evangelists, one after the other, snorting fire and damnation. But as I've said many times before, preaching even about sin against sin increases sin rather than decreases it. I never learned about sin except in church and in Sunday school. 
And, you know, some of the things that they taught me that were sin, I decided to try, and some of them weren't so bad. Like, for example, they told me it was a sin to, to play ball on Sunday. Now, I've been preaching since I was 14, you know, and after I had preached revival meetings all week and taught Sunday school until, you know, in the morning and, and so on and so forth, I'd take the kids out of the church and we'd go out in the woods and play ball. I enjoyed that sin. And I was glad to discover that the Almighty wasn't mad with me. It was only man's misguided ideas. You see, each man makes God after his own image and likeness. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I didn't blog talk. Y'all couldn't hear me. That should be good. Y'all good on blog talk? Y'all should get something, man. I need I need somebody to help me with all this equipment. Uh, I would thought some of y'all would have let me know by now. Uh, look, thank you to Glenda for letting me know I have no sound. Uh, is it good now? On blog talk. I know YouTube there was sound. Man, I'll be ready to go in, so I, I, I uh, I mess. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, people let, my own people let me hang, left me hanging. Come on, now. Um, so what I was saying, um, I was talking about 
responsibility of all your issues and you're good. But I was saying it's unfortunate or fortunate. It's a good thing when you take responsibility for your actions or you take responsibility for the things you're experiencing in your life. Because then at that moment, you take responsibility, you get to change it. You realize, wait a minute, if I'm the reason why this is going on, I can change it. No one else is responsible. See, as long as you're blaming other people, it never gets fixed because you don't realize you're responsible for the change. Yeah, you're responsible for that, that 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 bad relationship, that guy that you didn't like, or he he did all that wrong to you, or that woman. You're responsible for that. Why? Because you 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 wanted them. No, we don't go into relationships expecting problems. No, but I can guarantee you this: if you look deep into the consciousness of your not, mind, all of the experiences you are having with that person right now, somewhere. In your past, in your thoughts, you did the same thing they did, whether good or bad. Gives you back exactly what you ask for. Asking you shall receive, thinking you will receive. The physical reality is just a manifestation of your thoughts. I told y'all last week, things are made of the things unseen, the thoughts that you are generating, that you're having, that the talks you are having with yourself, those self-defeating conversations. I can't, I can't do this. This is too hard. I'm not good at this. You know, we say, you know, I, I know this stuff too. I know it, I, I preach it every day. I talk about it and I, I fall victim to my own. Negative thoughts, negative conversations I'm having in my head. The one person you talk to the most is yourself. You may not be talking out loud, but in your mind, you're thinking and and assessing and and judging and making decisions. Millions of them daily. And you have to watch those. You have to uh, filter out those negative comments. If you don't filter them out, they're going to run wild. And next thing you know, you find yourself in a bad situation. Then you're asking yourself, why? Because there was a thought about that bad situation prior to that physical showing up. And, and, and usually, the intellectuals will say, things just happened. It, it's no, that, that's not true. See, that's someone trying to find a way to escape the reality that things don't just happen. Things happen perfectly. Why I say that? Because they happen that way. How could it not be? That's the way it happened. You got into a car accident? That happened. It's it's not what you wanted. It's not what you, you, you wanted to happen, but it happened. And one of the reasons why we suffer so much is because we don't accept reality of our situations. Oh, that shouldn't happen that way. We sit there and think, of, you know, a million ways how you could have done it differently. Instead of taking that situation, okay, that happened. I accept my responsibility or my role and say, okay, how can I do 
I won't allow that to happen to me again. I won't allow myself to be treated that way in a relationship again. I won't allow my finances to be bad anymore. What what should I do? Well, how do how do you change these things? You have to change your mind. You have to realize that every step you took to get you where you are right now was as a result of everything you did and thought prior to that moment that you came to the realization that this was not working. You're going to have to take 100% responsibility. No one else is to blame. Your finances are not good because you made bad financial decisions. Your relationships is not good because you made bad relationship decisions. It's not his fault. It's not her fault. It's all on you, your decisions. And this is not an opportunity for you to feel regret about your decisions. No, this is an opportunity to celebrate that I come to the realization that I am responsible. And because I have come to that realization, that good news about myself that I am in control, I can change it. I can be something different. I can attract the man or the woman in my life. I can attract the finances that I want in my life just by a simple thought. By renewing the mind, as the Bible says. What does it say? Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. What is that? Thinking of good things, positive things. Let it go of all of the hurt that you claim someone put on you. And like I said that specifically, claim. It's a claim. He did that. No, that's that's placing blame. People are always doing things outside of you. It is your choice to take that and believe in that and make it a part of you and make it hurt you. It is your choice. Why? Because we had an expectation that that person didn't live up to. So it is your expectations that you set for yourself, but that person didn't have the same expectations. Or maybe they just wasn't a truthful person. That's not to say that people are not liars and (laughs) things like that. Yes, there's plenty of them out there. But you got to ask yourself, why are you attracting these same people into your life? These liars. Are you a liar? People in my life are not liars. Now, not to say that they don't tell a lie (laughs) from time to time, but they're not living a liar's life. Now, with the society that we live in, it's kind of... um, hard not to live a liar's life because they taught us they miseducated us with lies you know that's right they said you don't have to feel victim anymore someone said that yes that's true you don't have to be a victim nobody's a victim now small children children that don't know any better they're victims you know, because adults take advantage of them. 
people who know better take advantage of them. But we as adults get to a point where we are not a victim anymore. And we have to take responsibility for those things. So how are you going into life? What are you saying when you get up in the morning? What is the first thing you are saying? Are you saying something negative like, man, I feel I don't feel like going to work today. I hate this job. Man, these kids get on my nerves. He get on my nerves. She get on my nerves. What are you saying? Are you in the expectation of problems in your life, in your house? Wow, who don't come in with that, saying this stuff? He get on my nerves. See, you might be around a person who may be annoying or have ways that are annoying, but are you encouraging those behaviors by your saying in your mind? You might not say it to them. Man, he's he, he's irritating. She's irritating. Those kids get on my nerves. You're encouraging those annoying behaviors, and you're allowing their behavior to get inside of you, and you believe in that they're annoying, so they will be annoying. It's just instead of sitting back and looking at that person, and you say, okay, he has some ways I don't really care about. She has some ways that I don't really care about. That person go to work, come home every day, and put up with you. <laughs> You're annoying ways. Right? Help pay the bills. Help you with your children. You know, plan vacations together. You see, or, or, or cook dinners. Those are all positive things. See, you have as much as you believe you have. So if you believe someone is annoying annoying and they're a problem for you, they're going to be. But if you change that conversation in your head, oh, okay, I don't care for that behavior. But overall, this is a good person. This is a good man. This is a good woman. I wouldn't have it any other way. And guess what will happen? That energy will transform them. If you see them in their divine nature and not look at their faults and not judge them, you will have a much better experience with that person. And I know this is tough it's, it's, because you see, we're so used to harping on the negative in people, staying right there in that position, that seeing good or talking about good is, is, is not a habit. And it's not common. You know it's true because what does the news do? They they sit there. <laughs> they'll tell you. That the first thing I saw on my phone, some news pop up. 15 people dead and a, a tractor trailer hit a van full of people with about 20-something odd people in it. That's the first time I'm like, oh, my God, I have to turn this. I can't watch this. Why do I need to know about people dying in a car crash? You know, the only people that need to know that is their family and their loved ones. That that That's isolated to their situation. But to bring that into my home, that tragedy, and sit there, and, and, and here it is. We get, we get, we're, we're programmed to even have those conversations. Man, did you hear about all of that? That car accident? Man, that was crazy. 
And in the news, they continue on. They only show bad weather. They only talk good about the bad, not good. They talk about the bad weather. Oh, we got a major storm coming. We got this going on. We got that going on. But when it's a nice, lovely day, they'll, oh, it's a lovely day outside, and, <laughs> and they move on to other news. But bad weather, they'll have they'll send they'll send their reporters right out out there in that dangerous weather to report on it. But they never send them out there when the weather is good. See, this world, this reality, this three D dimension is stuck on negativity, and your job is to overcome it. This this is your test to overcome negativity. So that you can rise to a higher consciousness, so that you can remain in your true divinity that you was created to be. To be, you, you were created to have dominion over all things, as Genesis said, right? And the first thing you need to have dominion over is yourself, your mind. Then you can have dominion over all other things. See, if you change the conversation when you wake up in the morning, man, you know what? This is not the job I want it. Want. But it's a job, and it's paying the bills, and I'm thankful for that. And if you want, if it's not the exact job you want, then do something about it. Change it. Make it happen. You can. You can have your own business. This pandemic is is a blessing. Yeah, a lot of businesses are going out, but for every business that's going out of business, there's business that's coming into business. And a lot of these businesses that are going out of business, I'm not spilling sorry for them. Because some of these businesses didn't care about our people. This is a huge opportunity for you people of color to start your businesses. These jobs that are laying you off, cutting your hours, and, and all these other rules that they're coming up with, it's time for you to get up and have dominion, as Genesis says. Have dominion over all things. That's your finances, your romance, your family life, spiritual life. You can start a business. You can have a business. You can do it. And I know some of you are sitting back, was thinking that, well, man, what kind of business I want to start? What kind of business? Listen. You got stuff sitting in an attic, sitting in a basement, just lying around collecting dust that may not be valuable to you, but could be valuable to someone else that you can just go start selling. And and you selling that, you could clean out your your attic and your garage. That stuff that's been sitting there for years, just collecting dust. There's money in that. Some of you guys know how to cook. Very well, better than a lot of these restaurants. Start making meals. You know, I had a bu- I got a buddy that I grew up with, and he he cooks well. He he, he man, he's a great cook. And I said, hey, the one thing that barbershops and beauty shops love is someone to bring their food to them. This was a few years ago. This is before the pandemic. I said, man, make those meals, and man, I'll help you get them or get the get it out to the people. And you you pick a price you want to, you know, they'll pay, you know, whatever the price is. If it's good food, they will buy that. How do I know this? Because I own the barbershop, and it's very hard to leave a barbershop and go get food. 
And when someone comes by and say they have food, we we're open. We'll try. Barbers and beauticians <laughs> or cosmetologists are the most open-minded people when it comes to food. Because they'll try anybody's food. Now, if it ain't good, we're like, we ain't getting that no more. But they'll do it. They'll they'll try it out. So it was this one guy who used to come around. He'd say, hey, you know, taste my food. Give you a spoonful. And you was hooked. Once he gave you that spoonful, you was hooked. You was buying from him. And I said, hey, man, this this is it. But unfortunately, he didn't move forward in his talent. See, we are moving forward in other people's talent. Somebody else's business idea, Amazon and these other big corporations, that's their talent. And they're hiring you to, to fulfill their dreams for their family. They're never going to pay you enough to, to move next to them or go on vacations like them or drive the car like them. You're never going to get that working a job. Ever. So get that out of your head. So only way you're going to get the car you want, that dream house you want, you got to create your own. And there's enough money out here. It's, it, with, with the world, the, the digital meter, uh, media out there, creating your own content, people are making money just talking about products. Children putting adults to shame and you telling me that you don't know what to do. That tells me you have a mind that is programmed so hard for the system to go get an education, get a good job. So you can retire on a 401k. See you programmed, and you got to get out of that program because that program is for you to make corporations rich, not your family. You cannot leave generational wealth being an employee for someone. I'm sorry. You got to do investments. You got to create companies, create, create a portfolio. You have to do a lot. You will not leave a legacy behind as an employee. So there you have it. Your mind is generating all of your successes and your failure. That's the only thing that is controlling. So get a hold of your mind. Get control of it. That's your job. No one else's. No one else is going to fix it. They're coming out with the stimulus bills and saying, hey, we're going to give you $600, Those drops in the bucket. And everybody waiting on it. Oh, oh, did I get my check? Did I get this? You know, everything you get comes at a price from these people. See, and that's another thing. You guys have gotten away from God's law and y'all operating on a man's law. And this is why you're stuck. See, the Bible tells you clearly, do not put your trust in man. But we put our trust in it. They tell us to do something, we go do it. Yo, take this shot. Yeah. Yeah, this will fix it. We just made it last week. Oh, y'all go ahead and take it. It's good for you. And people fall for it. When, <laughs> when overwhelmingly, factually, every drug that they made out there got a side effect, and most of them got lawsuits after so many years. <laughs> So, I mean, come on. The, 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 the truth is right there in front of you. But see, 
this system of education has programmed people so hard against critical thinking, they'll just take it just in case. I'll do it just in case. Man, please. I you know, listen. I trust only one thing, and that's what what what, what, the, what God is saying. The God working through me tells me the truth, and that's what I follow. And I use the natural herbs of the land. And here I'm at 51. I could jump up and do about 100 jumping jacks, and do about 60, 70 push-ups straight without stopping. And some of the guys my age, they can't even get 10 out. It's not a whole lot. What I just said, 151, that's not a whole lot. It was a time I could do 100 push-ups. So I'm kind of out of shape. But at 51, running up and I, I, I got upstairs and I run up and down the steps. I don't walk, I run because that's my form of exercise. I skip steps like I did when I was in high school, running from the, the security guards in uh, IS-324 when I was cutting class. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't a good kid in school. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the, the establishment back then. So that, that's why what I do now is, is, is fitting. It works. But, you know, a lot of the, the, the guys I grew up with, the guys that I know that, that weren't for how the system of education worked are very successful today. Now, all the ones that, that they got, you know, they went to school, got the education, got the degrees and all of that. Yeah, they're doing good. They got jobs. They, you know, a lot of them have jobs. They don't have freedom. They don't have self-employment. So I, I know y'all see the title. Do not stop. Do not detain, right? Oh, before I get into that. Well, actually, getting into that is why I'm talking about this. So y'all know on Saturday, I got a webinar coming up on how to do your national driver's like, you know, claim your nationality on your driver's license properly. Right. And I've taught this a couple of years ago, but I'm, I'm adding some other things to it to make it stronger. Uh, so I'm updating it. So it's a driver's license webinar too. That's Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern standard time. Uh, those who signed up will get the link 9 a.m time right before we start in a couple of hours uh have 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 i'm only accepting so many so half of that's gone already so space is limited so i get an email brother honestly asking me why do i need this fix the driver's license or even have one if the passport puts me on a do not stop do not detain list so, anybody that follows me and have been following me, I never teach that, that it does that, because it doesn't. That's a lie. Does it show, you know, your, your nationality correctly? See, see, you people won't stop you or pull you over. See, you got a lot of people out there telling you these things. Even when we taught the injunction, that, oh, um, Still, they pulled people over, but they didn't do anything to some of them, and some of them they did. It was a it was a fifty fifty, right? So, I never taught that. 
correcting your passport as a national is just simply letting them know that you're you're an American national, but not a citizen of the United States. That's it. And I know because I'm on Facebook, I probably got family or some people that are not used to my teachings. Like, I'm not a U.S. citizen. What does that mean? So I'm going to have to go into some uh, history of this or give some uh, deeper information, just kind of get them up to speed. So some of you people already know this part. Y'all know um, what I'm about to show. So. Let let's do this. Let let me share my screen. Hold on. Let me before I share it, I need to separate something here. Cause I don't want the block talk numbers showing up on. Why isn't this coming off here? All right, let's do this. So of course my screen is acting up now. <laughs> acting a little glitchy. Like always, when you when you're doing something good, you start acting up. All right, let me move that out the way. All right, and let me go back over here. Put you over here. All right, shrink the screen just a little bit. Let's go to the Constitution of South Carolina. Let me share that screen. Now, the people on YouTube. Oh, let me put my, uh, I didn't do this in the beginning. I got a banner down there under my my uh, video that if you want to call in and ask me questions, there's the number 563-999-3615. There's the number to call in to blog talk and ask questions. All right. So, as you know, I was born in New York, right? So that means the only place I can get a birth certificate from is New York. And if you're born in another state like Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, you can only get your birth certificate there. And when you pull that birth certificate out, it doesn't say anything about being a U.S. citizen. It says state of South Carolina, state of New York. It says things like that, right? So that means where did this U.S. citizen come from? Where did did people become U.S. persons and things like that? Why did they need to make you one of those? Why are you being called U.S. citizen, United States citizen, when the actual name of this country is United States of America? Is short is is it short for United States of America? No, U.S. United States is separate and distinct from United States of America. Congress and United States assembled. Or United States and Congress assembled one of those. Oh, well, I, when I read the articles in Confederation, it'll break it down, right? So let me share this screen. Share. All right, what do I want to share? Chrome tab. And that's the Avalon Project. Boom. There it is. State of South, Constitution of South Carolina. This is one of the, I think this is the second one they wrote, 1778. And if you look right there, right there, it says, the style of this country be hereafter the state of South Carolina. Now, why did they write this? Here it is. They they had a reason for writing because they wanted freedom, right? 
They said, whereas the constitution or form of government agreed to and resolved upon by the free man, men of this country, of this country, met in Congress. They said this country met in Congress. They're talking about South Carolina. They're not talking about anything anywhere else. Met in Congress, the 26th day of March, 1776, was temporary only and suited to the situation of their public affairs at that period, looking forward to an accommodation with Great Britain, an event then desired, and whereas the United Colonies of America, because that's what it used to be called, United Colonies of America, have been since constituted independent states. And, and they say they're independent. And the political connection here in, heretofore subsisting between them and Great Britain entirely dissolved by the Declaration of the Honorable, the Continental Congress, dated the fourth day of July, 1776. That's, by the way, the Declaration of Independence Day. For the many great and weighty reasons therein particularly set forth, it therefore becomes absolutely necessary to frame a constitution suitable to that great event. Be it therefore constituted and enacted by the excellency Rollins Lowndes Esquire, president and command in chief. So the, what we call governors are the command in chief of the, of the states or the country. In and over the state of South Carolina by the Honorable, the Legislative Council, and General Assembly, and by the authority of the same, that the following articles agreed upon by the freemen of this state, now met in General Assembly, be deemed and held the constitution and form of government of said state, unless altered by the legislative authority thereof, which constitution or form of government shall immediately take place and be enforced, from the passing of this act, accepting such parts as are hereafter mentioned and specified that the state of this country be hereafter, the style, I'm sorry, the style of this country be hereafter, the state of South Carolina. It's a country. The synonym for the word state is, is country. Let me, let me prove that. I say this every time. I, I, I say this like a, a, a broken record. Uh, no, it's not a country. Well, okay, let's look. What does it say here? State, right there at the top. Then it says similar country, nation, land, nation, state, kingdom, empire, republic, confederation, federation. These are all similar. Nation or territory considered as an organized political community under one government. So the state of South Carolina is acting as a its own government. That's why it can make it on its own laws. It can create its own constitution. So how, if I am, how did I become a U.S. citizen, but I was born in South Carolina? How did that happen? That's a whole study unto its own. I'm just showing you. If you're born in South Carolina, New York, you're not a U.S. citizen. You, a native of that state which makes you an American. You go to any other country, they don't refer to you as U.S. citizens. They refer to you as American. It's only in this country they use that term U.S. citizen. But if you pull out the IRS code, that's where you see U.S. persons, U.S. citizens, and all of that stuff. Why? 
you can be taxed. If you're a U.S. citizen, you got to do those 1040s in taxes. You're a U.S. person, you got to do that. So if you're checking that off, you got to fill all that stuff out. That's your duty as a U.S. citizen. But is it your duty as an American? Because the Constitution doesn't say anything about Americans taxable. But that's a whole nother story. I just wanted to show you that. I want to give you a little history, right? So, um, I was looking at Delaware. Let me see. What was I looking at in Delaware? Um, yeah, that's another time. All right. So, let's go to the GPO style menu. Once again, I've shown this plenty of times. Um, this is a government document. This is not, oh, let me stop sharing that screen there and share. Uh, let me see what my chat's doing real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even share the screen for the state thing. Let me share that so y'all can see that because I don't want y'all to just think that I was just talking off off the cuff or out of my head there. Let's see. Chrome tab, state definition. There's the state definition right there. State, country, there it is there, just to go over that. Now let's go to the next one. Uh, let's stop sharing that. Share this. Chrome tab. Publix. These are downloadable. You can see the link there. Um, I'll even put that in the chat for y'all. So y'all can get these, see this for yourself. And this is what I use people to, when they, when they apply for their passport as a national, I tell them to supply this as, as proof of it. All right. So it's page 95 on the accurate document, but if you want to get to page 95, you go 109, and that'll take you straight to the, the page I want to go to. Here it is. In designating the natives of the states, the following forms will be used. Now, let me ask you a question. Why is this stuff never on any of those documents? You go get a driver's license. You go get a, a, any other document. This is not on there. It's not shown. There's a reason. Because if I'm a Pennsylvanian and not a U.S. citizen, then I'm not written into that code. That they're saying where you have to do all of these things. They don't say Pennsylvania. They don't say South Carolina. They don't say the people of the 50 states have to do this. They, they, they have some other vague definition. But here it is. Now, if you keep going to the next page, page 96, now you start to see all that stuff on forms. Observe the following forms. And every one of these titles are nicknames or synonyms or, 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 or aliases for a U.S. citizen. These are made-up terms that they put in there for you to be called. Puerto Rican, Pacific Island, Native Hawaiian. Because your, your, true, your true nationality was, who you was what you was indigenous to. The tribe you came from. I know they've been telling y'all y'all came from Africa and, and y'all was all slaves, but that's not true. Because in, oh, I think it was Delaware's constitution, 
it was in 1778, it was saying how they, they, they had African, black, mulatto, and Negro separated. And they, they, they wasn't going to be slaves. Now, you didn't hear that they had made the native people slaves. You never heard those stories. They just said people from Africa were slaves. But why would they have to write that in the Constitution if they weren't slaves? Why did they have to say you're not going to make these guys, these Indian slaves? It's, it's illegal. If they weren't doing it. I have to show you where it was. Okay, what was it? Was that, it wasn't Georgia's, it was Delaware's. All right, I think it was in Article 25. Here it is. All right, let me share that. All right. Hang on. I know I'm taking side roads, but I'm coming back. Here it is. Article 26. This is the Delaware Constitution. And you know, in Delaware, that's where... um, The Eastern Delaware tribes were, um, and you see they got the name Sussex, Kent, all of these these names that you see, and just about all of your states are tribal names. Delaware, all of those are tribal names. I just want y'all to know that, just in case you didn't know. Schenectady, all of those things that they, what you're calling, what you think is just names, are actually tribal names. Um. So right here, in 26, it says, no person hereafter, meaning imported into the state from Africa, ought to be held slavery under any presence, whatever, right? So anybody coming from Africa, then they say, and no Negro. So that means that's a different, that's somebody different. Indian or mulatto slave ought to be brought into the state for sale from any part of the world. So if it was just African slaves and where, where all these other classes of people came from, where did they come from? I can tell you where they came from. <laughs> the, these right here, the Indians, well, we, you know, we know that just means indigenous. That's not their true name. You know, you want to talk about the Iroquois Confederation, the Lenapes, the Blackfoots, and so on and so forth. I got a CDC manual of all of these different tribes, and those are the real names. American Indian is just a, a general title of the different tribes. But if you want to really know your ancestry, you got to find that tribe. And I can guarantee you both, most of the people of color come from one of those tribes. You were already here. That's why a lot of people have what you call air property. Where did this property come from if you was enslaved? So, but back to the subject hand, the do not stop, do not detain. I just want to kill this notion that these people are not going to stop you. That's not what the passport doesn't do that. Now, does it have protections? Yes. Now, do people give me testimony? Hey, I gave my passport card. They just let me go when they stopped me. Yes. So when people are talking about super injunctions, that's what he mentioned in the email, super injunction. Listen, when I was taught 
the very person who taught it didn't even have the credentials they were telling you to go get. And people were getting in trouble with that. So you can, you can follow that if you want to and keep bringing that old stuff up. Listen, it's either you're going to, if you want to come to me for information, come to me with the information I'm teaching. I don't want to hear anybody else's stuff because I can't comment on what they're teaching. And some of that, and I know a lot of that stuff is bogus. A lot of people, a lot of people out here are teaching y'all stuff they ain't never done before, and telling y'all to go do processes that can get y'all in trouble. For real. And I pride myself on giving you something I've already done and tried and tested. I'm not doing that. I don't, I don't handle my business like that. And it's very annoying when you bring me, oh, this guy's saying this. And I, okay, okay, he's saying that. So what you need to do is go to that person who's saying that and talk to them about it. But I'll tell you this, when you ask them, show you proof. 95%, I would even go as far as 99% of the people out there teaching y'all these different processes ain't never done it or even had success in what they're teaching. I, I tell you that. They, they, it's a come up. They want they want want your money. Now I appreciate doing commerce with people, but I want to do com- commerce in an honorable way. I I believe in karma. I believe in what you put out is what you get. If you rob people, you will be robbed. If you treat people good, you will be treated good. Now even if in my treating good, I do get mistreated sometimes, but that's just the cost of doing business. I can't take that personal because that person mindset is in a place where they don't understand what they're doing. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. So I can't, I may get upset and irritating, but I have to understand this is the path I chose to put myself out there and teach people. And with that comes problems. People don't have the mindset. What Christ taught he came to heal the world, and they, what did they do? Put him up on a cross, <laughs> on a t- stake or a tree, and, and sell him, pale him. They let the crook go before they w- wanted to let him go, and he did. He fed people. He, 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 he healed. And he got crucified. So what do I expect, right? The, 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 the little mistreatment I get is nothing compared to that. Nothing. You know, I used to get very, well, why did, but then I just stopped and think, yo, your job is just to give out the message, not make them believe. I don't have to carry that burden. That was, that was Jonah's problem. Jonah in, in the Bible, he was problem. He, God told him, hey, go teach those people. Go tell them what I'm about to do. Get, get their stuff together. And he was like, nah, I ain't telling people they're ignorant. They ain't, they ain't going to listen to me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He got on a boat, went somewhere, and then he, he ran into problem. Why? Because he took a burden on that he never had. His job was just to give the message, not make him believe. That's it. And a lot of y'all are doing that. Y'all get this information about trust, and, and y'all want to force it down people's throat. Man, don't do it. Don't aggravate yourself like that. See, the people in my family don't even watch my show. <laughs> they ask me, oh, you still doing the show? Yes, I do it every Tuesday. Very few Tuesdays I've ever missed before. You know, very, very few. You know, so 
There you have it. It's not. There's no silver bullet to being stopped. These people are doing the job. They're trying in their mind. They, they they're doing a public safety that service for you to protect you and the public from harm. Right. That's it. That, you know. Do some of them go overboard? Yes. But for the most part, honest working people, and we can't see them as an enemy, and we have to respect them. Just because you have certain th- things on the record doesn't mean you can be reckless. So respect them. So stop buying into this do not stop, do not detain because you have your passport done. Yes, they may stop you. Maybe they'll let you go. Maybe they'll write a ticket and you'll see strange things happening, <laughs> you know. But no, stop believing in them lies. All right. Um, oh, 803. I've been talking for 45 minutes, y'all. Preaching at y'all. All right, let's see. It, let's see. What, let me let me go to my uh. See if I got anybody with their hand up. Oh, uh, where is my block talk window? Oh, no hands up. There. Oh, somebody got a hand up. Let's see what they talking about. And if you got a question, you can put it in the chat. Oh, uh, also, and I'll answer those questions. Just see, that's another thing. I get these emails by asking me questions in my email. I'm not answering any email questions. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have the time for that. This is where I'll answer your questions. I'm on my free shows. If you want my private time, akemail.com, hit the consultation tab, and you'll get your spiritual coaching. That's what it is. This is a ministry, spiritual coaching on any topic you want to talk about. We can talk about it, okay? Uh, if I don't have the answer, I'll tell you where to go find it, or I'll just tell you I don't know. So. But it's very rare. I don't have a, a answer for you. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's, I'm trying to look for questions in the chat. Peace to everybody in the chat. JG, Amexa Moore, C. King Bay, DJ B. Thunder, Faithful Listener, Beth Omani, Jay Slowski, Carter A., um, 75816. I don't know who that is. Ewalk Thomas, Milton Hubert. Oh, Hadrus Ball Sosa Marquez. I'm gonna call you Marquez. Uh, Peace, Macon Mill, Macon Mills, Prime Johnson, and who else? Chief Lamu, L. And I think I got everybody. Earth News. Uh, Brian Austin. Peace. He got a question. Let's with his questions. Can someone that applied and took the pledge for citizenship from U.S. can? Yes, they can. If you got your, you know, you, you went in and did your citizenship, you naturalized, you can go and do the, the uh, national passport process, too. I have done it for a few people, and it has worked well. What's your take on GSA bonds? Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. There's some videos about that, too. Uh, people have gotten in trouble. With trying to do those GSA bonds. Um, now, let me correct that. GSA bonds, maybe may some legitimacy to it, but as far as the people that I've known that taught it, that was garbage. So you might find it somewhere, but I have no take on it because I've seen people get in trouble using it. Garbage. All right. So let's go to the phone lines. 205 Peace. Prosperity and extreme wealth to you. How you doing? How you doing, King? This is uh, Joshua from Tuscaloosa. 
Josh, Joshua from Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. My, my tongue is a little yes, high. Crimson Tide. <laughs> Hold on, brother. How you doing? Yeah. Alabama. I've been there one time to the seminar a while back. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Yeah. But you had that uh, seminar? Demetrius put me in. Huh? Wait, did you no, attend that That was uh, Barnabas White. That was Barnabas White. Yeah, he I remember Barnabas. Yeah, how you doing? Jonah. Yeah. We came up mm-hmm. to South Carolina, me, him, and my girl, Kira. And we came up there in South Carolina the last time you were there. Or is it North Carolina? I can't remember. North Carolina, North Carolina. probably. Um, yeah. And Demetrius invited us to the hotel that day. Um, yeah. So, speaking of proof, you kind of touched bases on the proof thing uh, as far as the stopping ID. Yes, people, they will stop y'all. They, right. you know, unless you got government plates or something like that on your car. Right. You know, right. they going to stop you. you. Right. You speed, you do anything, and I just so happen to be one of those people who drive a little right. in excess. Yeah, um, yeah, myself included. But uh, <laughs> they will stop you. <laughs> now. Whether you get locked up you. or whatever you did, like you know, get a ticket. They gonna try you too. They gonna try you. A hundred percent. So I want you. I want you to know that they will right. try you. They will tell you you are a Fourteenth Amendment citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, and I suggest this thing, and this just happened to me in Mississippi uh, about shit about a month ago, and I just went to court yesterday talking to them about you know. And I'll tell you what the judge said in a second, but, you know, long story short, got pulled over, handed him the passport uh, card. Mm-hmm. And if y'all read on the back of that passport card, man, it, it does say, uh, you know, give this person domestic uh, inter- uh, domestic air travel, international, mm-hmm. keyword. Now, he just went over the GPO-style manual, so each right. state <laughs> is a country. And right. keyword is interstate. Mm-hmm. So. You know, the officer didn't have that in their mind that he's like, oh, well, this is this is a different state. So to fly, travel on that, you got to have a license. You got to do that. No, you got to have a right. license to travel in commerce mm-hmm. if you're up for hire. You know, there's a bunch of court case laws against that if y'all want to argue Absolutely. that, but I try not to argue those things. But the Wait, first things y'all want to talk about, <laughs> well, you yeah. got to be, you also got to stand on that. And I remember you saying that yeah. in the seminars, like, you know, us brothers, we don't stand on it. The females will stand on it. But the men, mm-hmm. we have a problem with that. And right. I think that comes in the terms of, you know, we're more afraid of we might get killed in the process. But I'll, I'll tell you this. Well, yeah, I that's my fourth, the, my what we deal with as brothers. We, we, we're thinking about, I could die right here. This is a possible, you know. Right. And it's real, you know. So, so yeah, and, and, and for that, guys, I mean, I will tell you, as soon as you get pulled over, you let them know, hey, I'm invoking my fourth, fifth, and sixth. A minute, right. right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's that's key. That's key thing. So if they don't understand what that means, hey, get it on camera, audio, video, whatever you can do, just go ahead and do that. But long story right. short, I had seven cops on my ass after that because mm-hmm. they're going to try to pull you up in the NCIC, which is like their criminal whatever, try to get your information mm-hmm. and shit. They're going to tell you, hey, you got to give us your social. That's a law. Quote them on it. Which law is that? You know, shit like mm-hmm. that. So I, that was a long story short. So I ended up getting a ticket for no insurance. No mm-hmm. uh, license. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to the judge, handed him the passport card. Now, when I handed him the passport card, the prosecutor was like, this looks like a passport card. What, what is that? I said, well, the federal government told me to hand you that if I'm ever stopped in a non-commercial situation. The mm-hmm. judge looked at me, smiled, and laughed and shook his head. Same thing with the insurance. He shook his head. He was smiling. He dismissed mm-hmm. those tickets. Mm-hmm. And the only one he didn't dismiss was the speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. Now that's why I'm getting online to 
to, to, to ask this question in terms of how to deal with that in excess, being that, you know, I okay, do have to have my status corrected and everything Remember, like that. how was the ticket styled? Uh, it's all I didn't sign for it, that's for certain. Well, no, how was it styled? How's your name styled on that quick case? Is it all caps? Is it it was all room? caps. Right. All so caps. is that you? Styling is, is it, 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 when you're suing someone, you got a claim against somebody. You have to have their name exactly the way it's supposed to be. So all you got to say, hey, you guys lack personal jurisdiction. My name is this. My proper Christian name is this, but not this. So until we can fix this case and get the styling correct, we can't move forward. No personal jurisdiction. And they got to prove that that's you. They no, that's not me. You didn't give them. You're not giving them. See, I would even pull out a birth certificate because my birth certificate is up and lower. Say, look, here it is. Same. That ain't that. That's not the same thing. And they'll try to tell you, oh, it is the same. No, it's not. Not a personal jurisdiction and then I shut up. You know, and sit back. And what they'll do is keep rescheduling, rescheduling. The next you know, it'll be disappear. So <laughs> you you gonna you may have to go. I, I in my experience, it's been like three times, and then it goes away. It's just like the Bible, uh, three times. So yeah, I think about this is in Mississippi. So we, you know, the building we were in, it wasn't even you wouldn't even. It's not even a fancy courtroom, but I can I can see that the the judge and, and what I might do and what I planned on doing, sir. What you're going to have to do is you're going to get that prosecutor by himself and talk to him on the side. So the, the judge was the one. The judge was the one. I might have to go and talk to the judge because the judge understood well, what the I judge, was doing. A lot of times, where I've had most success is when I get him on the side and we have a conversation because when you start bringing up all of those things in court, they don't want that out there. So That's what they, I figured. And he, that's, they, I think that's they, why that's he smiled and laughed at me. And that's not for you. That's not for you to be there going back and forth. That's why when Christ was on trial, he was silent. He didn't go into a whole lengthy explanation of who he was, God's son, and all of that. He didn't have to prove anything. He just stayed silent. They were going to do what they are going to do anyway, right? So, so what I'm saying is that's not for you to be there in front of them. See, that's why your paper precedes you and you put it all in. And then you say, hey, can we have a preliminary hearing or... Can we meet on the side and then you go back and forth? All my success came with anything was when I met with them in private. Like when my son uh, had felt issues, like that was key. I took them in private and he was talking. He played his little song and dance and then, you know, we, we went along and guess what? All the tickets went away. No judge had to do it. It just went away and they sent me back my refund. I got the refund stuff. Now, you can't go. It, w- it went away in a way you can't even look the cases up anymore. I have yeah, that happens a lot. I have a proof of in those cases is the actual stubs of the checks they sent me back. That's it. Now, I can't say this. Now, every time I get pulled over, because like I, t- I tell everybody, in excess, guys, I'm on the highway a lot. I'm just always mm-hmm. driving, meeting new people and stuff and learning stuff. So, got stopped in Illinois. He tried to tell me, mm-hmm. oh, we don't have a scannable device and things like that. Bull right. crap. All right. You know, <laughs> handed it to him. And just make sure y'all are super polite. 
Because as long as you're acting in right, good faith, you, yeah, you don't you don't want to um you know be rude to them. There's no need to be. You know, I've got time. No, got I gave him a passport card, and he started asking other stuff. I said, "Listen, uh, at this point, I'm not giving up anything that can incriminate me. Say or do anything without counsel." And they will if if your your stuff is correct. One thing I've noticed is they keep getting the city on my address wrong. Don't get the name <laughs> right. The purpose, city is man. always wrong. <laughs> well, it, listen. They gave me a ticket on the driver's license I don't even have anymore. I don't even have it. So, and I drove off. So, like, okay, if this you gave me no good. You didn't say I had a, a bad nothing. They, they do stuff like that because that's the out. That's your out because what you got to do is challenge jurisdiction because jurisdiction is the key. Someone actually said it. You know, you have to challenge jurisdiction. They said if you don't do it on the first appearance, they, they got you. No, that's not true. You can challenge jurisdiction at any time, any phase. Yeah, that cop wasn't there on the arraignment. He wasn't there for that. Right. You see? So they probably won't. He told me I could have did that over the phone. I was like, "Mm." I like to see people face-to-face because I wanted to know if he was going to be there or not because I was going to rip his behind apart (laughs) if I had to. On that yeah. You don't want to argue issues about whether you were speeding or not and all that. All you guys is no, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. I never do that, y'all. I, and I'll tell you that now. There's a video on YouTube between a lawyer and a used to be interrogator. They talk about that for about an hour. Never say anything, period. He put on the ticket, I was going to excess of 100. I know that's a lie. He know that's a lie. Now, here's and if the I thing. Get the did question, you, when they, when you did an excess of 100? Hell no. They, they, right. they so had me outside you know for about 45 minutes. Driving, and that is a jailable offense. They're supposed to lock you up. He put right there, he on the put spot. Careless. Yeah. He wrote careless. And I'll tell you, that excess of 100 in a 70, let's yeah. just say I was pretty close. But I, ain't, I wouldn't right, go in that fast. Anything, anything I think, 15. over 15 miles is considered reckless driving. It is. It is considered yeah. reckless driving. No, so it's not subject matter jurisdiction. Mean, subject matter jurisdiction is actually the tickets and all of that. It's personal jurisdiction. That information on that and he that will try is not you. Yeah. Guys, yeah. they will try to get you to get out of the car. Do right. not get out of the car. That's why I'm mm-hmm. saying fourth, fifth, and sixth. Mm-hmm. So that's that's well, key. Not a, Don't he get was, out of the car. He was polite and uh, you know he was, yeah, he was he and was he guy. was a polite man. Yeah. He was a polite man, but he kept trying to search my vehicle, rubbing up against my window. Yeah, no, nah, don't, don't have like, nah. more than that. You can't turn the traffic stop yeah, and nah. the search. Yeah. yeah. So, they do it all you know, and I, and I did they have a weapon on me. Don't answer But anyway. Right. I mean, now, don't give him probable cause because I had probable cause. I mean, I did have a gun in the car, but... But no, well, even if they have probable cause, they still got to get that warrant, brother. The Constitution. So you have oh, to see no what the Constitution says. The Constitution says I need a. They need a warrant, particularly naming you and your prop, prop, describing you and your property. Particularly meaning they have to have you. I know they talk about probable causes and all of this stuff. Listen, everything needs a warrant to arrest you. Warrant to go to jail. Warrant. You cannot be in jail without a warrant. But they do it all the time, and the judge won't see you if he don't have a warrant in front of him. You see? 
And I will say key thing is, and and you're right, and he's absolutely right. I I will say that because at the end of the day, like I said, I I was out there for about 45 minutes. I was right on the Alabama-Mississippi line. If I had kept Mm -hmm. driving and I didn't stop, he would have lost jurisdiction. Of course, he would have tried something. Mm -hmm. Evaded or something like that. Um, But at the end of the day, like, the Fourth the Fourth Amendment will secure you in your personal effects and your property, um, mm-hmm. and, and 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 like you said in the seminar, also, I think it was you when you said majority of the time, man, it'll be the people that look like you that'll give you the hardest time. Oh yeah, <laughs> when I tell people that they, they not black, like you. they argue with me. It's not the, the the what we call white today. They they know it already that they that black what it really means. They know it. I showed him an addiction. These guys didn't know. I mean, one of the guys came back with the thing. It's like, well, I got a bunch of names popping up in the system. And your name is not, your face is not in there. I don't know what's going on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run the plate. So I was like, you didn't even run the plate. <laughs> so how are you hemming me up? You didn't even run the plate. I'm confused. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are the things like. You're allowed to question the police, but like I said, do it in a polite, honorable way. No, I just asked him, I said, well, if I give you all of these things, is it going to be used in an investigation? At first he said no, then he said yes. I said, well, that that means, well, I'm just going to exercise my right to remain silent and not give evidence evidence against myself in in an investigation. That's all I said. 100%. You know, all right, brother, yeah. I got to go on. There's somebody else for the call, but I appreciate yeah. your, your information and your testimony. I'm still listening. I'll be here. I might raise All my right, hand again. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, 484-695. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. How are you? I'm good. There's some good discussions going on. Thank you for some information and uh, some of the other callers. Well, actually, one caller. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh I want to ask you if you could clarify something for me a little bit, going over the GPO style manual you brought up, the other forms. What other forms? The, are those, on page 96, observe okay, the other forms. You? Well, are those considered U.S. persons? Yep. That's what throws me off. All of those Native Americans person. and American Indians. Yes, those are U.S. Per- now, they have hierarchies, meaning one has better status than the other, and one that has the best status is American Indian. But all of those are U.S. citizen terms. You're going to all see those on federal forms. Those are terms they made up to identify the classes of people that they want in their jurisdiction. Now, American Indians have special privileges right they have an education bill like it if you i was yes. reading the coronavirus stimulus package and they have a whole section for them and how much money their schools are going to get their hospitals are going to get uh all kinds of stuff is in there but you know what i didn't see i didn't see anything for african-americans i didn't see anything for white i didn't see anything for anybody else in that package now although now, the you other mentioned- U.S. persons got benefits under the other stuff, but they got a separate part just for them, meaning that they recognize people's indigenous status and self-determination. The problem is you're on the wrong side of the track. But go ahead. Yeah. So the tribal names, you mentioned that American Indian is a more general term. Yeah, it's American Indians and tribes 
the actual tribes come up under that. And even tying that to some of the laws and information that you found dates for plates with AI on it. Yeah, they got uh in in Delaware they got a law for the for the uh the American Indians or the Indians or even the Moors uh, on how they can have right. that on their yes. But the Moors are considered part of the Eastern tribe tribal uh tribes of the Indians under that. There's something I did a video about the CDC I'm, code set. Right, I'm throwing off because in the CDC list they're how are you thrown off? Okay, the CDC the list media? they're not you know CDC list they're not separated out, but on the federal code set they're yes, separated it out. It is separated out. I did a video no, no. Well, the top is the no, American I mean, Indians up under there it shows all the tribes. Yes. Um, how can I distinguish it? I can't pull it up in this conversation. Well, because it says um, American Indian is zero zero one, and then under there zero zero one, and then the tribes. That's showing you that's just a title. The other ones are the actual tribal names. Those are the tribes. Okay, and that's what we're that's what we should use if we can find our connection. I'm not telling you what as to use. What I'm saying is, do your research and figure uh, yeah. out where you fit in that. You see? Okay. Yes. Yes. Did you you figure you self determine who you are based on family history. I've said I did a show two years ago. If you go to the National Archive and type your last name in, it'll bring up the old census record you can find and place your ancestry just for that. Those files. You see? Hold on. Okay. That's better. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, where were you born? Where were you born? New York. This is Demetrius. Okay, no, down in the uh, South North Carolina. That's, that's all you need to know. <laughs> I mean, the, the gotcha. tribe. You're looking at tribal names all over the place. There. Right. In New York. Yeah. Actually, all of those court bills were built by the, by those those tribes, right? <laughs> that they said right. was a lot, right? The architecture, yeah. All right, brother. Anything else? Uh, might be off topic just a little bit. I was looking at the uh, compare the CDC code set to federal code set for race and ethnicity. Where okay. they seemingly have more separated out, a little bit more in a different category than the native tribe tribal names. I don't know if you're federal, familiar with that or comment on that. The government does anything. Who had it more separated out, the CDC or the, the, the federal? Federal. The federal. And what type of tribal names were they using? They're using the same tribal names, but okay. they kept more out of the tribal names. What do you mean by they kept more out? They didn't use them or? The M-O-O-R. Whereas uh, it was on a list of other persons, you know, okay, and the CDC set might have black, white, uh, Hispanic, so forth. You didn't and then had black all the way at the bottom, right before the whites and the, 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 the European code sets. 
Yeah, see, the CDC, CDC, this is what the CDC, you have to interpret it this way you interpret the CDC code says. They're saying that the, the people at the top are the originals, and everybody after that comes through them. That's what they're saying in that code set. That's why it has 001 and 002, and then you notice the last code set was like the Europeans as the last. That's how that you interpret that. You have to look at the numbers and how they're on that code set. And that shows you what people that they determined as to be the originals and everybody else came through them. Even when they got to Jamaican and all of, all of those are not original tribal names. Right, correct. That's where more is separated out with the state. states like Jamaican or even, say, Ecuadorian, Salvadorian. Mm-hmm. On the federal, just the federal code set. So I don't, I didn't know if you were familiar mm-hmm. with that. Maybe I could talk to you. Yeah, well, because those are those are those are names after the fact. Meaning, the people yes. most likely when you're looking at Puerto Rican, uh, Belize, uh, all of those Spanish-speaking places, Mexico, those are the Taino people. That's the Taino tribes people. Yes. Those are just different. That's right. Ones. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When again, again, yeah, remember, everything side. around here has been renamed. Everything. <laughs> oh man, so those are not the original great. names of the territories. So, so if you're saying it's Ecuador, Ecuadorian, that's not the original name. What were those people before? It was Ecuador, Ecuadorian? Who are they? Where did they come from? How did they get there? And when you when you look at it, <laughs> they come from one group of people. And in and, and their blending and back and forth, you got the different ear types, different colors, different sizes, different shapes. And as they move around, different dialects of how they speak. You see? So, the, you got to remember, anything that the federal government do is to make it so that you have a viewpoint so you can fit into the jurisdiction so they can certain things can apply to you. And they're going to engage in, like you said, jurisdiction to fit in. Like, you know, the Indians have their own Supreme Court. They, they tried that. <laughs> Did you know that? Most people didn't know that, right? <laughs> like, they got their own, it's their own, they are a government running side by side with the current government. But, the United States is trustees in charge of making sure they do certain things for that government. Why? They're very, the very constitution that we use comes from the great law of peace. That's a fact. <laughs> but you're not yes. taught that in history books. You're taught that the Indians were savages. So if they were so savages, why did they have to borrow stuff from the great law of peace to create the constitution? And you notice it wasn't even mentioned when I was reading off some of these constitutions. You uh-huh. see? All right, bro. May I ask one more question? Yeah, I, I think ahead. you might one more. To, uh, to uh, Josh and I, a few other members of ourselves getting together, we're trying to see and obtain CDL license to operate in commerce, but not 100% sure how to protect that. Is that something you could talk about now, or should we? That, that, that's all in the 
I've told you, if where have you been in the classes, bro? <laughs> you have not been in the premium I, membership class. No, no, that. no, I haven't. <laughs> That's the problem. That's, I'm like, wow, I've talked about that so many times with the CDLs and all of that stuff. No, I'm not going to talk about okay. that on the air, though. Not, I not got live, you. I, I'll just send an email and try to set up some time. Yeah, you could, you could do come to the class and talk about it. Or um, um, you can do it there. But if you want private one-on-one, you have to get a consultation. So, I will set right. that, that up first. Yes, thank right, you. Yeah, that, Good that, night, brother. This is almost like, I'll put it like this. Give you a hint. It's just like doing a passport. But, uh, but all right, brother, gotcha. peace. Oh, uh, let's see what we got in the. And then, and then, and then, and then uh, uh, <laughs> some of these questions, like I could tell you guys are mixing and matching information from other places. Oh, uh, you do everything as a problem. Your paperwork must go before you and you're a challenging person. You should put it in a denial. I wouldn't even see. You don't have to say corporate existence. See, when y'all start using terms like corporate existence, they're going to look at you as a sovereign citizen and they, they're going to not hear you. So, but if, personal jurisdiction is right. But just simply say, my name is this, but not this. And, you know, make a few statements after that, you know. But I, I, I actually did a show on that. Um, I was born in Germany but lived in Florida all my life. You're, are, you are, you're a native of Germany, so you're German, German national. Uh, I don't know what your status is. Did you naturalize in? If you naturalize in, you can do the national passport process. If you didn't, no. If you're just holding a green card, you can't do it. Um. Um, I'm just looking through the questions. All right. Well, somebody said, what's the best way to get a hold of me? Uh, you want to be a premium member? Are you, are you a premium member, Carter A, or are you inquiring about premium membership? So if you're inquiring about premium membership, go to com and there's a tab just for that Um, to get to that. And that gives you all the information. Um, do you send out the recording of what? <laughs> yes, I did. Earlier today, it was sent out. Check your emails. And I know you're on the email list. Yes, I sent that recording out. All right, y'all. That is it for me. Listen, remember, your mind creates everything. Your thoughts. So have good thoughts. Keep them positive. Don't let negativity, you know, change your mind. Don't let people being negative change your mind. You know, you a lot of y'all got hopes, aspirations, and uh, things you want to do, you want to accomplish. You're a bucket list. Go for it. You can do it. Don't let anybody stop you. Most of all, don't let yourself stop you. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do something. All right, long as it's not harming anybody or hurting anyone, anybody, it's fine. You, you will never go for far in your life. You can never go any further than the thoughts or ideas in your mind. So if you believe you can have more, you'll have more. If you believe you can't have more, you won't have more. It's all you. Everything. All right? 
And with that being said, peace and prosperity to all. Inside Radio. I represent it. The information station.